Hello, everybody. Welcome to the King of Anime Podcast. And uh, this week we're joined by special guest co-host Jesus. Hello, Jesus. Hello, my son. How are you doing this lovely, fine day? I'm doing terrible, Jesus. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I am here to help you, absolve you of all of your sins, if ever you need the help. Jesus, how are babies made? Shit, I don't know. But you're Jesus. You know, I I know a few things here and there, but as far as the, the, the babies being born, I wouldn't know. I was never born the right way. You know what I'm saying? I, I was uh, a miracle baby, so to speak. Mm-hmm. what's up everybody in the chat if you don't know that uh, about this podcast this podcast is based off anime fmk from team four star we pick a bunch of anime to watch every season and if it gets two or more kills then it's off the show if it gets two or more passes we will continue to watch the show so with that being said i guess we should go ahead and not forget about satsuki hey satsuki yo what is good, people? I'm here. Friend, friend. So, yeah, I, I just wanted Jesus out of here. I want oh EA back. Oh, right. well, I'm back. Jesus has left the building. Never liked the, never liked that guy, anyways. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about some armpit girls. What you guys? Yeah, think about this episode of armpit girls. Ah, uh, I think this episode was fine. I I definitely recognize that as you kind of pointed out that there's been a lot more fan service this particular episode but I didn't think it was super egregious. I mean there was a couple of butt shots like there was a moment where not when she fell but when she was like stretching like I swear half the screen just was just her fully ass bent over just stretching <laughs> just stretching out them hamstrings and whatever and i was like okay i could see how that's kind of annoying but overall i didn't think this particular episode was bad i actually kind of enjoyed it yeah um i like the training in this episode with the mm-hmm. whole anti monkey climber thing because what it did was well before before even before that they were working up um konomi's muscles and everything but i like the anti-sports or the anti-monkey climbing thing training because it was building up her confidence because with that with that climbing in particular you don't have the luxury of um being able to fall safely so it's, it's something that that messes with you and um we, we saw Konomi's confidence throughout the episode, you know, it, it kept wilting throughout it because she was she was worried about first she was worried about uh the comment where I forgot I forgot her name, but um she called her chubby. So <laughs> she was kind of self conscious about that. And um again with the anti monkey climate thing, it was she she um she had to like figure out a way to climb without hurting herself because it's 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 going to be a dangerous fall even though the mat is still there. I think 
Yeah, throughout uh, one scene in the episode, we seen her fall, but it was just like her imagination. But mm-hmm. that was just her imagining what it would be like if she did fall in that moment. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the trainer. Yeah, that was nice. I what is with anime? Is I don't know, just characters being chubby and fat, and they're not. Uh, yes. <laughs> I I yeah. swear that's always been a thing where they just say, "Oh, looks like you put on a few pounds." Where, where in the <laughs> freaking elbows? I mean, I just don't know <laughs> what they're referring to. It's like uh, I don't know. Show me a real fat person lose weight, and then I'll be on board. The only time I ever did see that happen was that one weird ass anime where it was like the girl who was really fat and she got skinny. And she got fat again. And all those guys uh, were after kiss him, not me. Yeah, that one. That was the only time I've ever seen, like, where she was fat, but then she got skinny. Like the first time, it was magic, but then for some reason, she got fat again. But then she actually worked to getting skinny again. <laughs> that <laughs> like, was like the, the real way. That was a really weird show, but I, I, it I really enjoyed was. that show. I thought she was cute when she was fat. To be honest, <laughs> like. I was like, wow, they made like being fat not look all that bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just uh, like whenever they're fat too, they always gotta change their voice. Oh, I'm, I'm so fat. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> come on, fat people don't sound like that. <laughs> There's also um how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? The main character, she's not portrayed as like fat, but she's portrayed as like chubby. And she she is like really? sort of chubby. Like she like you I mean, granted, they still, like, definitely make her, you know, curvaceous and stuff, but uh, it... I think she's more thick. That would probably be the the right way to phrase (laughs) it, but... Yeah. But she does, like, eat, like, a whole bunch, and she is not your... Like, she's, she's bigger than our main character. She's, like, you know, so... Uh, but yes, uh, the fan service, uh, I found it very excessive to the, really? fa- to the, to the, yes. Um, and I didn't at first, actually, I noticed it. I was like, wow, there's a lot of like, especially in this episode of all episodes where it has like one of the best messages of the whole like series so far. Like it, I noticed like, man, there's like a lot of like under boob, over boob, butt shots. Like, what's going on here? And I didn't think about it until somebody mentioned it to me on Discord in, like, a DM. And then and then I talked to another person about it. I was like, what did you think about this episode? And they're like, yeah, I think I'm going to drop the show. It's too much fan service. And I thought, huh? So I went to go look, like, at my screenshots. And lo and behold, I had, like, at least a dozen screenshots of blatant fan service moments. And I was like... Oh my god. This is a lot for this one episode. And I was very, very surprised by that because when I was watching it, I didn't notice it. And I think it's because the show was sort of fast paced, you know, like like in terms of its cuts. So I but but definitely I, I do think um I think uh when you have a show like this where there is already pretty, like the the focus of the show is on like uh, the characters' bodies, right? Because they're they're climbing girls, they're they're good looking, they're fit, like it's just natural. So 
like I'm kind of confused as to why we have to focus so much on fan service when the show has like really good message, really positive uh, body messages as well. And then you kind of just, I don't know, it's just boobs and butts. Like it's very I, noticeable once you notice it. I promise. I mean, I mean, isn't that just anime in general though? <laughs> Anime really? likes to kind of show off all those those curves and boobs and butts and all that. And I get what you're saying, especially, you know, this particular anime is just about rock climbing and, and whatnot. But uh, it's almost kind of strange because, like, I didn't honestly really notice this either until other people pointed it out. And when I mean other people, I mean you. <laughs> you're well, the one that... One? Yeah, you were the only one that said anything about it, but then I guess you got the messages from, you know, some people on on your Discord, but it wasn't, I don't know. Not any of my public Discord. These were like friends that watched the show. I had four, four people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I also I, discussed it with some other people in the ReZero podcast as well, and they agreed. So, Well, see... You didn't even really notice it until someone brought it to your attention. Well, I, well, I did. I didn't notice how much it it was in it, though, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and, I guess that makes sense. And, like, my point isn't necessarily that the show's bad or that it's... it's just, my point is that it's There's really... A it's a lot of fan service in this episode, and it, it, hmm. there's not a whole lot of substance... Uh, like, like the, the comparison I make is Kill La Kill and Keijo. I think those shows do fan service like the best. Yeah, but this yeah, show just I mean, has like right now on the screen, just her her ass, center stage, right in front of the camera. Anime knows what anime wants. <laughs> they, and you, they, and they're also, selling it. Well, you also said that, um, and I think it's a this is a solid point that you know isn't that just anime? But shouldn't like, like shouldn't we not have this amount of blatant fan service in an episode? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It did harm the enjoyment of it for me because I did not appreciate how much of it was in this episode. And I felt it ruined some of the pacing and all that. And I'm not trying to, you know... I'm not making an argument against fan service. I literally like Keijo and Kill Like Kill. I like fan service. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, you know, someone who's like, take fan service, they're sexualizing the women. That's not what I'm saying. Because yeah, I we like have enough people that do that. <laughs> yeah, we have more than enough people that that <laughs> cry wolf at many things. But this is not mm-hmm. like a I'm not crying wolf. I'm just trying to say that in regards to how it was balanced in this episode, I felt like there was just way too much because I liked the message of it. Like this whole message Mm -hmm. of this episode was great. It was like, if you give up, if like, if you fail at first, don't give up, train, you know, train your body, become better, practice at the thing you love. And one day you'll be able to climb over that wall or, you know, it's a metaphor that, that rock wall, of that hurdle in your life keep at it Mm -hmm. keep going and that's what i think the strength of the writing is and i just think it's it lessens it to a degree 
when you have butts straight <sighs> in your face and you have girls, you know, you know, un- showing their underboob. And and keep in mind these are younger girls as well, I think. I think they're in high school. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. weird. It's really weird. I don't I it's not I'm not trying to make it a big issue, but I'm trying to make it an issue as in terms of presentation, if that makes sense. No, I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. I can understand. And I don't know, maybe I'm just numb to it at this point. I mean, where I, I'm, I, was there, like there some, I was like you. So. Well, I was going to say there was some like really oblivious ones, not oblivious, but like really egregious ones that's just like, okay, yeah, she's stretching and half the screen is of her ass and whatever. Like I noticed that, but if I was to like go through each and every scene and dissect it, I probably couldn't remember like three fourths of it <laughs> because I'm just so numb to it and whatnot. But I do know, I do get what you're saying with the fact that it's, it can definitely de- deter the whole enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. As far as you're just like, you're like, Oh, that's a nice message. Oh, that's nice. We're really close up on our boobs now, even though we're talking about this message. So I do get that. I do get that. I yeah, that's I don't know. maybe to me it wasn't as egregious. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make this any the subject go on any longer because people will get mad because we're talking about a subject people get mad about on the internet. Let's do it some more. Uh, but what I do <laughs> like, um, other than that, is Konami. Is it the purple haired girl named Konami? Right. The main girl. Yeah, the main girl. She she meets up with this this one this. She runs into this this white haired girl, and she's <laughs> like, "Oh, you're playing Zuby, as in like Ruby." And I'm like, "Wow, what a game to pick! <laughs> what a franchise to pick for this!" Uh, and then she starts calling her sensei. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought master. that was hilarious. Uh, I knew I knew we were gonna see her again at, at some point. You can't just introduce a random right, ass character right. and not see her and, again. And lo and behold, she's the daughter of climbing Jesus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but she I almost kind of looks just like her, except she just has white hair. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And he has gray hair. <laughs> but uh, she's like one v one me, and she loses. <laughs> <laughs> ten times in a row. Ten times, and she's like, "I'm sorry. I'm just. I was a gamer. I was really good at this game." Well, I, <clears throat> I like with uh, I don't I don't remember her name at all. I'm just gonna call her Gamer Girl. Uh, they are really emphasizing the talent that Konomi has with her eyes. We've already seen it before. The whole analytical thing where she's able to basically map out routes and understand the the layout of anything she's about to climb before she does it because of her whole gaming background. I like the fact that I already said this before that her gaming comes into or is it's it's a part of her repertoire when it comes to um her her climbing skills. And I I, I like that that is like her specialized talent. Like, nobody else has that besides her. True that. <laughs> I like how... <laughs> I like how she's... It's on the screen. It's soon... Oh, my God. This is perfect timing. I just love how she's on the roof talking to uh the one the other chick. 
the other main chick, and she's just eating this sandwich. And this sandwich is what? What was in that sandwich? I thought it was bacon at first, but it it's, looked it's, like it was pretzels and bread. <laughs> it's it's one of those sandwiches that's really popular. It's I think it's like a bunch of noodles, and I forget what it's called. No clue. But it's like bread. It might be that. It's like bread and noodles. That's a thing. People do yeah. that. I well, I don't. Going off of what I've seen in anime, apparently it's a thing. I don't know if it's a real food, but I've seen that sandwich before in other shows. So what you're saying is next week we're going to have a taste test live on KOA. We're going to take some spaghetti and we're just going <laughs> to like put like uncooked spaghetti and like bread and eat. And Satsi's going to eat it. Not me. Well, just Satsuki. Uh, just Satsuki. Why am I being volunteered? He's going to eat it, not us. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Well, Satsuki, you, you, you got it. It says on the contract that you signed, it says you will do anything that me and EA tell you to. Is that right? I think so. You, Bay. I didn't, I didn't sign this. I didn't well, sign up for this. <laughs> well, we certainly forged your name on the documents. Okay. See well, that's, that's see that's that's the scene I was telling you about where asses hanging over. Yeah, there's there's like three of those. <laughs> but, but that uh, was one. Oh, anyway, anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I we've we've already the exhausted food. the topic. We don't want the internet to get mad. I just got distracted. Okay. <laughs> uh, degenerate Bruce Wayne says hi. <laughs> hi, Hello. degenerate Bruce Wayne. Where's your friend? Nice Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh what else happened in this episode? Uh well... I think we pretty much covered it all, really, other than uh someone else was gonna be someone else's uh mother and she, mm-hmm. like the white haired girl was totally fine with it. She's like, I, I would be alright with you or my mom, even though she had just met her that day. <laughs> but sometimes, she's totally fine with it. Know. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Satsuki took one look at Elsa and was like, "I know, I know." <laughs> she loves I me more. Did. Did. <laughs> see the insides. She loves me. She see me. She loves me inside and yeah. out. <laughs> she loves me for yep. what's inside, not outside. Maybe a little bit too much. I'm fine with that. So, uh, yeah, despite my rant, which I think it is a big issue of this episode, I will give it a pass just because the last couple episodes they had it, but it was mostly just under boob shots, which is a a natural thing. But yeah, less ass shots, please. Oh, okay. I get Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm passing it too. Okay. There was just a weird pause. All right. Adachi to Shimamura. (laughs) Uh, this episode, I, I gotta say, I was a big fan of this episode. I thought it was, it was almost a complete 180 for me on, on everything, pretty much. Like, it felt like a different series. Really? What'd you think, EA? I, (laughs) I, uh, I didn't like it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I uh, I thought this was, I mean, I do agree that it's a little different now, now that we got weird ass astronaut alien baby coming out now. And Shuko. I hate that thing. What is it? 
It's a, it's what a, it just walks around. You know what it is, and this is what I've deduced. <laughs> what is like it? It, it, it for some reason it only comes around when Itachi and Shimura are about to kiss or do some lovemaking <laughs> of some sort. So it's a walking she <laughs> she is or whatever this thing is. This alien thing is from the land of lesbian or island planet whatever and is what? trying to find the perfect couple and i hate it Wait. ea <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> satsuki <laughs> what did you think well um i like this episode i thought it was definitely the best out of the the other <laughs> well, it was only one other episode. I don't know why I thought we were on episode three or something, but um, no, I, I I enjoyed this episode because it actually, at least for me, it felt like something was progressing. With I think I think the blue haired one is Adachi. Yes, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, You're correct. Okay, okay, because throughout the episode we see that she has obvious feelings for. I'm, I'm I'm going to call. I know her name is Shimamura, but I'm going to call her Shimama. That's Shimama. that's easier for me to remember. In the yep. the Shimama, in the Shimama. <laughs> Join the ranks of other mamas like Polka Dot Mama, Mamako, yeah. and Gahama Mama. Gahama Mama. Oh, all right. Even though she's a teenager, um, she's a mother now. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, we we see in the episode that. Uh, Adachi has feelings for her and like the the first episode the, the problem with the first episode for me was I didn't understand anything I didn't understand where we were going I didn't really see the 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 chemistry between the two too much I mean they hung out together but <clears throat> it it didn't seem like it was going in a romantic direction so I was kind of confused as to what what was going on um but th this episode it seemed like adachi was not only kind of like discovering the feelings herself but um i guess coming to terms with them too because she was kind of denouncing it like oh i don't i don't love her and then um to doing little things like asking to uh go over to her house uh sit in between her legs things like that so Dude, um, I, I, I like what the episode was headed. That seems... Sasuke. Somebody just called you Sas Sasuke. Uh-oh. They, then they're not talking about me. <laughs> Ace Mitten. What's up, C-Tactics? Sasuke or Sasuke. <laughs> Finally caught a live stream. Um, I love that scene where Adachi and Shibamura are together at the end of the episode, and... And she's like, I want to sit in between your legs. And she's like, okay. And then she does. And she's all like, you know, awkward and stuff. And Shimamura's like, well, let's just, uh, you know, make things interesting. And just pushes her back. And she goes, ow, my clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it was yeah, my clavicle hurts. Yeah, she. Oh my God, she mama is too oblivious. My goodness. I think she knows. I think she knows, but I think it's a. Uh, I think we'll see. 
Um, is that always a thing in Yuri where there has to be an oblivious lover? Uh, to a to a point, I think. Well, it depends on how it's structured, in my opinion. If it's structured in a way where the romance, they, like they don't get together until the end, I do think you kind of have to have one of the characters a little oblivious, or it wouldn't make sense. Uh, okay. For them to not get together earlier. I only but say it... this because I don't watch many Yuri. And the two Yuri that I've seen before this one, <laughs> they've they've had one person that's so into the, the other woman and the other ones who's just like very oblivious to the point where she she's just like, huh, what? Really? You like me? There are <laughs> special cases. Bloom until you didn't have this problem. Bloom until you is so good. God, needs a season two. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, I also love the other scene. Oh, let's see. Where is it? I have the screenshots. I sent it to someone. Let me find it. It's amazing. Shimamura goes, well, this is my first. This is the first time anyone's ever called me pretty. So then Adachi's like, really? Your boyfriend doesn't call you that? And I'm like, oh, Adachi, you're so smooth. And then she goes, I've never had one. And Adachi goes, huh? I guess everyone must be blind. I thought that was so funny and so cute. And uh, she was just incredibly smooth, and we lost Sotsky for some reason. Yep, yep, he died. It's fine. He'll be hopefully back soon. I'll keep an eye on Yeah. Out. Okay. Uh-oh. I think he's about to oh. say that he can't. Yeah, he got kicked out. I guess he can't join again. Well, uh, yeah, just... Uh... Oh, he's oh, back. Oh, he's back. He's back. Um... You missed the whole conversation. We were talking about, like, just the most amazing thing, yeah. and then he dropped deep. out. Yeah, it was really deep. Really deep. Well, <laughs> I agree. Uh, uh, so no, I was talking about the scene where uh, Shimamura's or Shimamura's like uh, this is first time somebody coming over or calling me pretty or something like that, and Adachi's like, you, "You really? Your boyfriend doesn't call you pretty?" She's like, "I don't have a boyfriend," and then Adachi's like, "Well, I guess they must be blind." Yeah. I thought that was deep, so super deep. Yeah, super deep, super wholesome. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super cute. I well yeah, I, that, I think the I chemistry think between mind... these two characters are are hilarious. I laughed so much in this episode. Just just their little interactions. Oh yeah. Like yeah, th- this episode kind of showcased that. I didn't I didn't feel the same way with the first episode just cuz I I guess it wasn't clear where the series was headed. And um, another thing we didn't really touch on yet is um, the fact that uh, Shimama is a positive influence on Adachi because she's actually getting her to come to class and everything like that. So they're they're playing well off of each other. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Oh, God. Uh, I also like how they gave little Chunibyu girl uh, in the astronaut suit, like how they oh. gave <laughs> Shimamura is like, well, if I give her a donut, maybe she'll take her helmet off, <laughs> and she just cracks it open and eats the donut. I knew that was I, gonna happen. Me as well. <laughs> I was sitting there like, cause um, uh, astronaut astronaut girl said something like, oh, if you give me the donut, I'll tell you like a secret of the universe. I was like, 
do not accept that. Just <laughs> ask them to take off the helmet in exchange for the donut, please. And she didn't mm-hmm. do it. No. <sighs> so who's in the helmet? Who's in the I front? don't know. I already told you. Is it is it EA? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that sure. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's an alien from uh, that one planet where every time they see or hear lesbians doing something, they have to sniff it out and go, oh my God. hey, there you are. It's me, Astro Naughty. <laughs> Astro Naughty? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you guys think it's weird that Adachi kind of did not acknowledge the astronaut girl. She just kind of said, "Hey, you know, while you're hanging out with your friend, I'm just gonna go on ahead and leave." I think she did. So odd to me. Maybe she doesn't exist. I thought about that. I thought about that, but the astronaut girl has interacted with someone else in the series. So either Adachi just can't see her, or it it has to be a real person. Oh shit! You know what's going on, right? I I don't know. I mean, this I have is, an idea. This is this is this is the true sequel to Higarashi. <laughs> We're gonna start <laughs> killing each other next episode. Uh, that now that would be out of left field if this show <laughs> just went full on Higarashi. Please don't. Yeah, Please I don't, don't want that to happen. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't well. really like this show. And I just want to say why. Because I, I don't know. I it's just because you it. hate the gays. No. It's not, it's not because of that. It's... Well, you you hated given to EA. There's a trend here, okay? You have a track record. I, you know, that's some pretty damning evidence right there. <laughs> you killed but... given at episode two. What? Here, well, for for me, this is really the reason why, and it's quite literally. I don't know, maybe I'm just not a fan of this genre of of anime. Maybe it's too slow. Maybe it's boring. Maybe it's the fact that we have this weird astronaut thing in a show about romance that just seems so out of place. And it just, it's so distracting. Like, you just, I would be, to be honest, if that thing wasn't in this uh, anime, it would would probably be... I, I we don't know it could be an alien, <laughs> but as far as I know, like every time that person or thing got onto the screen, I'm just like, "Who are you and why do you why are you doing anything? Why are you even here? Why do you exist?" It just makes zero sense to me. And if it was just between Adachi and uh, Shimama, I think it would be fine. I really do. I think it's it's fine. It's not anything super eccentric or it's not even like bad but to me the astronauti whatever the hell it is just kind of puts me puts it off to me and i'm just like you, you literally hate this show because of an astronaut that's amazing i do i do i i, I was <laughs> going to recommend us watching planet s after anymore. 
Yeah, I can't do that okay, anymore. That is... EA, EA might kill me. <laughs> wait, wait, what's Planet S? Planet Tez. Uh, you don't want to know. Is... Oh, Planet Tez. It's an we'll anime. See that one. We'll see that one takes place in space. That's fine. What? But there was a space scene in here. There's zero things to do with space other than a stupid thing walking in an astronaut. <laughs> it's a person, EA. It's a person. Like, literally, if you take that thing away, tell me what science fiction happens in this show. Why are we calling it you a can't, thing? You can't, can you? You can't do it. Well, the wall... I'm not sure if it's the wallpaper, but um, I feel like I've seen a picture of Adachi and Shimama, like, flying on their bike, E.T. style. Oh, I think they're high. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Yay. You should go full boomer when we cover this show. Just because I don't I understand. You, I don't understand these girls be kissing and loving each other. They should be believing in Jesus. That's what they should be doing. They need to find the spirit of God. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's not because they're gay. But it may it's be. be. It's because <laughs> it just doesn't appeal to me. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I the astronaut thing needs to go. It just needs just needs to go. I love it. You just refuse to call it a person. You're like, it's a thing, okay? It's a thing. Well, we don't know what it looks like. Have a have a good day, degenerate Bruce Wayne. Damn, I drove people away. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. I also love the scene where they're sharing pastries with each other. That was really cute, and and mm-hmm. she was she was having a moment where she didn't she was being awkward again, didn't know what to do, and so uh, Shimamura was like, "Oh, you want you want the cream from this?" I and just bites does. it off again. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I think. I think this is all EA's fault. That's what I think. What's yeah. my fault? Yeah. I think I think I think you are the one that's in the astronaut outfit. Right, because I'm Can three you say foot. Can you say Shuko real quick? Shuko Shuko. Pretty impeccable. I think it's you. <laughs> Same people. But but she she says it in like a really demented way. It's Shuko. Shuko. And you're like, Jesus Christ, we could get away from me. Could you imagine just trying to walk down the street, mind your own business, and all of a sudden, Shuka. Shuka. I, I would kill that thing. Oh my God. <laughs> just look in the middle of the public. Just... Like, literally, you... I would turn around and drop kick it. <laughs> you, you drop kick a three foot little girl? Hey, I don't care what what it is. It's one stealing, begging for free You're food, and not acknowledging it as a human. Begging for free food and all this other shit. I'd be like, you know, get a job, you astronaut. Don't you work for NASA? <laughs> oh, you don't. That well. Well, you know, that's not my problem. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my god. Cold-hearted. What are we giving this show? I'm killing it. Oh God, Sotsky. Oh, uh, I'm I'm past it. Uh, I hate to do it to you, EA. 
No, yeah. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is revenge for Goblin Slayer. It's fine. <laughs> I'm passing it. <laughs> oh my god. Huh? Yasha Hime. If I can. Okay, there we go. We're good. Okay. Nope. Wrong thing. Crap. Wrong... Okay. Yasha Hime. Yay. It's the new episode came out. Did you guys know about that? Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. That's that's amazing. What happened in it? Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, well, um, there was some people, and they had blades. And with the blades, they killed a centipede demon. Uh, and afterwards... Or is that the same centipede demon from the very first episode of Inuyasha? No, this is Mistress Three Eyes. What was the other one? Mistress Centipede. Oh. Heaven forbid. I wonder if they're from the same family. Uh, I think, well, I think all, like, demons are, like, like not related to one another, but they're, like, in the same kind of species or whatever. Like, I'm not sure how it works, but, like, like Weird. exactly, but... There is has to be some sort of like it. Okay, it's a reference to Inuyasha. Come on, <laughs> it's, it's the just, thing that it's in the same universe. <laughs> it's it's just another reference to Inuyasha. Um, yeah, just like half the things are in the show, which by the way, still amazing. Um, mm -hmm. This I don't understand. Okay, so how is it that fucking Boruto and like One Piece two or whatever the fuck they're on at this point? How how is it that all these shonen come out with these sequels, Dragon Ball Super, that just aren't liked by many people, like that 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 originally liked it, and like they're not technically needed. And why in the hell is Yashihime like not needed, but is good? I what? think you. I think you answered your own question. It's the fact that, um. Those other shows come from previous shows that are well known: Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Shippu, you know, and all them other ones. I think they are held to a such higher standard, regardless of if you think it's good or not. They're held to a certain standard, and because of that, any if you if you introduce a sequel series, whatever it may be, it usually doesn't live up to it because everything won't be as good as this arc or as this story and whatnot. But when it comes to this show, I think, I don't know, I think Inuyasha's good, regardless of what people say. But the fact that no one was really expecting it, you don't really have these high expectations to, like, I don't know, for, for the show to live up to a certain thing. So whenever you see it, you're just like, okay, I'll just take it for what it is. Because I went into it a long time ago with very low expectations. And I actually really like the show now. So I think it just, it's, you go in with low expectations versus going in with really high. I also want to say the show is not amazing either. It's a, it's about at the level of the original Inuyasha. Sure. And like, it feels like just like a, it's just continuing on. And, but there's like some things like, 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 like Boruto, for example, it's just like a bunch of filler stuff. And like, this is going to be 24 episodes. It's going to it's already like progressed through its story 
pretty good, like at a pretty fast pace. Like we've already we've already been introduced to our three main characters. Like just in this episode, that the there was they introduced a new element of Inuyasha, uh, Inuyasha's world, which is there's a dream world, which that's like I thought that was fascinating. So like I just I don't know. I wish. I wish other anime would take Yashihime's approach. Maybe it's the fact that literally everything about it is from the original staff besides the right or besides the fact that it's created from a manga and it's just the original story. That may be it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, what'd you guys think about the episode though? Or not. <laughs> I was I waiting for Sasuke. Uh, uh, well, you didn't really talk about the episode, so I thought you. Oh, I'm go. sorry. I'm sorry. I guess I really didn't. All right, you go first, and then I will. All right. Um, for me, I don't know where exactly we're headed with this show, because, like, with Inuyasha, there was a clear goal in mind, which was collecting the jewel shards, with. Us being in the, in the third episode, I still don't know exactly where we're going to go. I don't know. I mean, there's there's different things we can do. But again, I, I'm not sure where. Because we, we have this whole plot plot point of um, uh, Toa and Sesuna not knowing each other. Or, or well, Toa knows her, but she doesn't know her. Um, so, th- like, that's a plot point, but is that something we're going to work towards the end of the series? I don't, I don't think so. It feels like that's going to be resolved within the next, I don't know how long this is going to be, but maybe two to three episodes. It feels like something like that in the rain, in that range. This will be 24. Um, yeah. Um, but other than that, like it's, it's weird that, I I kind of like the slice of life moments more than the action scenes so far, because I guess I'm just interact or I'm interested in the character interactions with everybody else. Um, when everything's chill, like um, like Sato and how they would treat uh these other girls because they know I can't I'm not looking at her name right now, but we we all know it's Inuyasha and Kagome's daughter. Maroha. Yeah, Maroha. Maroha. <laughs> um, I like the fact that they were able to pick up on that almost immediately. Um, they were like, "Uh, she has Kagome's eyes." So, like, I wanna, I wanna see like them interact. I, I, I rather have scenes like that. But action scenes is just you know standard Inuyasha. So I'm not really, I'm not really jumping for joy for that, but. Uh, character interaction interactions I'm interested in. See, I think the action scenes are great. Like night, like it's it's night and day in comparison. Like it's, I think the action in this and the animation for it is just so much better than what it was back in the day. <clears throat> and I think that's just because you know, technology. Yeah, technology is 2020. But I do think it like genuinely compares to stuff that's out today fairly well. Um, maybe not, you know, stuff from, you know, unlimited budget works or whatever, all these like a one pictures, maybe not those kinds of studios, but generally speaking, especially the standard of what, you know, these long running shown in sequels 
have. It's probably one of the better better ones, I think. Um, but yeah, it's. I think. I think. Um, I think last week QRW six confirmed it. Uh, because I think he is on the staff officially. That's that's a joke. Uh, twenty four episodes. Staff? Hell yeah. He's the guy who penned the story. That's right, man. QRW six. He's and he's doing all he's the going, animation. He, he's going places. All the music. All the hey, art. Can you put me in a story and let me NTR <laughs> oh, uh, with Sango? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you put me in the story where I I constantly bash on astronaut people? Oh, God. <laughs> that thing isn't human. It's an astronaut thing. <laughs> I just have, like, a trucker hat, and I go, I don't like the kind of down here. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to beat it up. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um oh god um yeah i also like the whole there was this line when uh toa was guarding may from setsuna and toa was like I already don't want to be more of a burden to these people than i already am and that was like a little wrinkle that probably went unnoticed but that shows me that like there's like through all these years even though like it wasn't her fault she had no other choice she still, she feels like she's somewhat of a burden. And I hope they explore that more. And I talked about it in my video today on my second channel, youtube.com forward slash bento YT. Check it out. Subscribe. Um, that I think since, you know, going off what we know about how Inuyasha is paced, which is extremely slow, um, I think I think that's hopefully going to be developed over time. And we'll get more on that, possibly by the end of this arc. Um, what else? Oh, the whole thing, uh, the, the Hotoken or whatever it's called. The thing that took over Toa and May. Uh, the Hadouken? Yeah, the Hadouken. I found that interesting as well because I don't think there was anything from the original Inuyasha that could do that. Same thing goes for, like, the demon energy blade thing that she had. That's a new thing to Inuyasha as well. So it seems like this isn't just, hey, we're doing more Inuyasha. This really seems to be wanting to expand on the world of Inuyasha and make this Yashihime spinoff unique than just, you know, uh, Moroha's got her own version of Tetsaiga and Setsuna's got the t her own version of Tensega. Like, it's, uh -huh. it's different. There's different things. And I like that. I, 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 also, I also think the Rainbow Pearls are unique and different enough. To not just be the the Shikon Jewel Shard again, so, um, yeah, I, I'm just I like it. I like this episode, and uh, any other thoughts? Well, I did enjoy this episode. I uh, I thought it was nice. Uh, once we got past the action, it you know just to touch on what Sasuke said, like yeah, it's it's really really cool. The whole slice of life back and forth talking between Toa and Setsuna. It's like, I'm your sister, remember me. Oh, your dreams got eaten by a butterfly. Oh, yeah, and, I forgot uh, about that. She can't sleep either. Yeah, she can't sleep for some weird reason. And Moroha is basically just this, uh, what's the word? She's just telling all this story, and <laughs> she seems to be the one that's kind of like in the middle ground where she's just like, hey, mm -hmm. you don't do this, you don't do that. 
yada 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 and x y and z uh she seemed a little bit antagonistic for some reason yeah maybe i was just reading the scene wrong or something but she seemed to almost be like like ha you can't do these things ain't that right yeah yeah it, it, it did seem like that i think it was because i don't know Maybe maybe they know each other from well I think they do know each other from feudal Japan where Setsuna and Moroha are just they kind of go back and forth it seems like they had kind of like a history in the past so I think maybe that's what it is just one getting up it's like my my daddy Inuyasha is better than Uncle Shishomaru my daddy's oh, yeah, gonna you sue take- your daddy. Right, my daddy's gonna kick your daddy's ass with one arm. <laughs> you can you take that back? Um, that freaking Hadouken went from Toa into the little girl. That that was poor, poor judgment right there. Why would you go from an extremely strong I thought half the demon to a weakling girl? Because I was like, oh no, this thing's and she had a rock and she's just eh, eh. Oh, that's and so I'm sad. like, really? That's so really, sad. you go. You go from this really strong character that you could dominate everybody with to, eh, eh, okay, just snap the neck. Just just do it. <laughs> snap her neck? Oh, my God. EA, you're so violent. I'm sorry. Or, or not the little girl's neck, but just the little Hadouken. You know, just, just it, it was so bad. I, I thought it was a poor, poor judgment on their on their case. Especially on the Hotokin's case. So. Oh, the Hotokin, not the Hadouken. Damn it. Well, uh, I see. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Well, that's pretty weird." I don't, I don't know why he would do that. Uh, QR, QRW six. I'm telling y'all, Maroha is my favorite. I I think she's also my favorite so far. She's just kind of like she reminds me of Mordred from Fate Apocrypha. Okay, nobody's watched Fate Apocrypha. All right. Nope. Uh, Mordred in Fate Apocrypha is kind of like this, this like badass, like self-proclaimed badass who who like, like she wears cut-off jeans. She's such a badass. And like, I mean, that's what's more badass than that. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing more badass than that. Uh, there's like one time she tries to smoke and she just ends up coughing up <laughs> everything. This is pretty. That's so badass. It's so badass. But she reminds me of a Mordred from from Fate Apocrypha, and I think that's probably why I like Maroha so much. But um, I also like uh, the comparisons you can make between Setsuna and Sashomaru. Um, Setsuna has taken like a lot of personality traits and values that and ideas ideals that Sashomaru has, and really kind of has carried them over pretty much completely intact there's there's almost no difference between setsuna and sashomaru in terms of how they approach things setsuna is all about power you know if you stand in front of me then i will cut you down even if even if you're my relative we saw that in the original inuyasha and uh she uh, sashomaru even was was put put uh setsuna on the right of courage and cowardice or well, they they theorize that's what Sashomaru was doing with Setsuna when Sashomaru left Setsuna with Kaede, um, and it was a way to basically weed her out to see if she was worthy, strong enough to be her daughter or his daughter. Um, 
And that also, I think this episode really tries to make you think, well, who is Shishomaru's, who is this person that Shishomaru had these kids with? And I, we still don't know. We just know that he's a terrible father. He's pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's my question. Where are all the parents in all of this? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Where's Uniyasha, Kugome? We haven't seen them. Uh, Mystery girl. We saw him in a flashback, but we haven't saw him yet. So I wonder wonder if if they're dead. (laughs) That'd be so sad. That Uh, would be. I'd be like, what? That's how you off them? They went through all of these. They died of dysentery. (laughs) 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 They went on the old Oregon Trail. (laughs) They just died of smallpox. And that's just how they they killed us. Like, hey, hey, it's the white man. Well, I think where this arc is going, I think this whole arc is just trying to get back to feudal Japan. So I think once we get back to feudal Japan, we'll see a little bit older versions of Inuyasha. Because that would be, I'm way, I'm, I'm so ready to see older Inuyasha, older Shishomaru, older Kugome, just to see if they look any different. They look I don't exactly think the same. Will. I think they'll look exactly. Well, Kugome will look different. I think. I mean, Maybe she'll have on the kimono, but. I think they'll look the same. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Oh, they're they're all going to look like teenagers still? Yeah. No, no, uh, no. I mean they're not going to look they're they're even they're even Kohaku be... looked different. Well, that's cuz he was a teenager when he was in the show. Were and, they and... all were they all teenagers though? No, well they were Kagome was already a fully developed person by the time like she was the, by the first episode of the series. She's like 17, 18. Hmm. Same thing like uh, Sango was like almost 20 or something. Miroku was almost 20. They were they were pretty much adults. The youngest one, I believe, was Kengobe. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, I don't think there's going to be much difference between any of them. And that's fine because it's only been like a 14, 10, 14 year time skip. Um, so they should still be, you know, in their thirties, you know, at, at the oldest in their thirties. So yeah, it's going to be interesting just to see, I, I'm looking forward to see the, uh, the dynamics between the parents and the kids. That's, that's what I'm really looking yeah, forward same. to. Um, QRW six. Well, at least Kagome taught Maroa how to use the arrows. So yeah. Did she? Well, we don't know, but there's only one way you can use a priestess's ability. I don't think you can just I learn mean, it. Besides Kagome, Kaede. who learned it. <laughs> Kaeda could have taught her. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, I don't. we don't know if Moroha was abandoned by by Inuyasha and Kagome. I, they don't seem like the parents to abandon Moroha. Maybe Moroha did. Maybe Moroha was like, screw you guys. You're cramping my style. <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> my new home. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What if Shishomaru was like, Maroha, you are my new daughter. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, what? <laughs> I doubt he would do that. Because <laughs> Shishomaru's just not not cool with Inuyasha like that. I feel like the only person Shishomaru ever tolerates is like Rin and Jokin. Yeah. And maybe... He barely does that. Yeah, he barely does that, and maybe like I feel like he's indifferent at best towards uh, Kohaku. So that's like his favorite people right there: Kohaku, Rin, and Jokin. 
<laughs> yeah. Good old Jockin. I miss that guy as a voice actor. He did it so well. Oh man, I see. I hope I hope they get the original cast back. I, I hope they, they do will. too. They they replaced Kagome they'll, in the final act, so we don't know. They'll probably redub it with Monica Rial and everybody else. It's just like they did with Dragon Ball. Uh. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I think I it'll not. be a. I don't think it'll. Those see. I don't think those old Funimation voices will fit them. I, I think it'll be a newer cast. I think it'll probably be the same people that did Konosuba and ReZero. I think it'll be a LA dub thing. Mm. Um, QRW six. I just hope I don't keep being a fanboy of Maroha. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> unhealthy for you that's a weird worry about the show <laughs> <laughs> uh so what are we giving this i'm i'm passing it it's uh it's solid it's it's solid yeah i'm passing i'm passing as well let's talk about we're lords of sigur Drifa. i don't know how to pronounce this damn show's name you could that sounds right sigur Drifa. It just sounds like I'm trying to like start a rap or something like that with like yo, my yo, own yo, made what's up. up here goes. My name's Sigadrifa. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Or like I made up my own catchphrase for like I'm just a cheesy rapper who is like Sigadrifa is like my word that I say. It's like my my gimmick. Um, yo, yo, Sigadrifa. <laughs> <laughs> say it in every song. Um. Much better episode than episode two and one. Jeez. Um, this this actually felt Is like it? Tepe wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> because we had at the very beginning, we had, um, we, we got to see Odin. And then we got another mention of Ragnarok. So, and then at the end, it's actually revealed that Cloudy didn't just, you know, didn't brush off all that trauma. She still has all of that trauma. It's still there. And we had the, the, we had, what the hell is her? Miyako, I believe is her name. She had that moment with the, the dying soldier. This is what I wanted. This is everything. I didn't want this BS slice of life. Look how cute these girls are. Crap. I wanted actual, like, like good episodes and it took three to get it but we're here i don't know how you guys feel about it but for me i liked it a lot more than episode two at least nah, i'm indifferent i'm indifferent just because uh i don't know <laughs> i mean i understand that this episode was mainly just like not not filler. It, it it was you know we we got to know the characters just was, a little more. So story development, story development, slice of life, whatever you call it. And then we right there's there's Odin, aka little boy with the patch. I don't know why he doesn't look like Odin. Well, he does, like, but he chooses that form. I I don't get it, but okay. That's an anime. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going back to that. It's just an anime. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I, I feel like 
we're just setting ourselves up for another gotcha moment when it comes to what we were originally talking about, where it's like, okay, one of these characters is going to die tragically, and then Claudia is going to think that it's all her fault, and then Ragnarok's going to have, I don't know, something like that. And I feel like we're going to be going through all the episodes before we discover that. And I don't know, when I was watching this, I was just very disinterested with all all the characters. Maybe I just don't like Miyoko or Mayoko, whatever her name is. The really hyper, like, I can make anything. I can do this. I can wash the dojo. I am just so happy. I like her. Uh, I think she's the best character in this whole show. I think she's faking it. <laughs> she's actually an astronaut that goes shuko. No, no, no. <laughs> she, worse. She's, she's oh, one no. of those. She's pretending to be nice and happy, but she's really going to stab them all in the back. Okay. She's bold, like bold claim. She's like, she's too nice for everyone's good for some. I don't know. I just don't trust her. Well, Sasuke, what are your controversial opinions on this show? I um uh, of the same wavelength as EA. I was indifferent towards this episode. I don't like. I don't really hate it at all, but I don't have strong feelings for it. Either way it goes, negative or positive. I feel like this episode, or maybe maybe this entire show, is trying to lure us in with fake lore, like the lore of. Norse mythology with Odin and the Valkyries and yep. like, uh, but it doesn't really mean anything right now. Like it, it's all cool to to uh, like have that in the show, but it's not really being applied to. I mean, we have we have hints that it probably will happen towards the end or something like that with the whole Ragnarok thing. But what does that is what does it mean exactly? Because yeah, you're like, probably right. I, I don't see how it relates to the plot as of right now because they're just piloting and fighting these random, <laughs> these random monsters. So, like, I don't, I don't see. Oh shit! Oh, we're going. It's, yeah, it's oh, Evangelion. We're going to Ava route. <laughs> Got an AT uh, yeah. field. Oh god. Um. So, yeah, I just don't see how it relates to anything. But that's just that's just one aspect of it. But, like, I just don't care for the characters enough either to like the slice-of-life elements in, in the episode, too, because like we, we had a stretch of the episode where the girls were just eating and having fun and shit. I felt like I was watching K-On. Yeah, I didn't I, like that part. <laughs> I hated that part. I was like, why are we Let's watching Let's all this eat, eat some ice cream. And then, and then, to make matters worse... They do all of the tropes. They're like, Cloudy doesn't like, you know, fish, raw fish. And then, oh, the pink girl, she's grown in areas. Oh, God. Oh, Let me grab at those yeah. boobies. Can't die. <laughs> and then, and then the, the girl with the white hair is the girl with the white hair. So you know what she's like. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm not a fan of those, those segments. But I did think everything else around it was, was much improved. Over, because it felt like to me, from the first scene, I was like, "That's to pay. That's 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 a scene that he would write. That's something that he would do." Now that doesn't mean that they didn't just hire him to have a name on it, but 
there was a couple scenes in this episode where I was like, Tepe definitely felt like he had some, at least some say in it on how it went. And the episode was, it had a little bit more of a grounded feel to it. Like the, the colors were a little bit darker. The, the overall tone was a little bit more modest. It wasn't as, you know, as, you know, high fantasy military as the last two episodes were. It just felt like it slowed down for a bit. Like, let's, let's take it back. Let's, let's ease it back a little bit. And, Let's really dive into, at least try to dive into some of these characters. Now, I will say, while I do praise this episode for going in this direction a little bit and trying to trying to look like it's at least written by to pay sometimes, those elements, to me, still didn't feel as strong as they could have been. Did you guys notice that? Like, the, the serious, you know, like... Not not the when they were talking to the guy in the hospital, not that, but like the with the Odin, for example, like I think. Well, you guys actually mentioned it sort of a little bit with the the whole like the fake lore stuff, but I felt like there was something missing in terms of like the dialogue. There was something like there was no air of like urgency to any of it. It just felt like it was okay. This is the third episode. Let's. Let's do, you know, let's have one of these moments and it just didn't feel as cohesive, I guess would be the best word, as it could have been. Yeah. And then you have the, those slice of life moments in the middle of the episode, which we've gotten in the last two episodes. So I don't know why we're still getting these moments because it, it feels like, it doesn't feel like there's any cohesion in this show right now. It just feels like, okay, we got to hit this moment. We got to hit this moment. We got to, okay, so this is this is the reason why you'll like these characters is because of that moment right there. Okay, got it. Okay, what do we do now? That's kind of well, what the show feels like. To play like devil's advocate, maybe the show has those moments so we can build a connection with these other characters because um, it's been... It's been at least hinted at that it's possible that they could all tragically die because of I, I don't even remember these characters' names. Usually I'm on point, <laughs> but I, I I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> the the uh, Claudia, that's Claudia, that's it. Yeah. That, that's it. They introduced um, a new maybe... nickname for her, Clo. Oh, she's wait, got who three names now. Uh, Miyako. She, she's got so many damn oh, names anymore. Cloudy, Claudia. She's she's Blondie. Schwartelite. <laughs> yeah, I'm not calling her that. I'm just... <laughs> Claudia or Claudia is fine, I guess. But Grim Reaper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that's another thing too. The her, I guess maybe the show is about her trying to overcome that Grim Reaper uh, tag that that she has. Maybe maybe that's the point. But it, it's 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 still murky. It's not clear yet. So. For me, it's just it's hard to get invested in the show when I don't care too much about the characters and I don't know what direction we're going in. I agree. I agree. It's it's um I feel like those scenes that they try to add is just you know, we gotta take a break from all the action just so that we can get to know these characters and see what they 
are and how they interact in their everyday normal lives. And, you know, if you can't even, like, get me to even have the slightest bit of interest, it's like, oh, they're eating ice cream. Oh, she's making breakfast for everybody. I, <laughs> she got ice I, cream on her nose, EA. Right, right. She got ice cream <laughs> on her nose because she's 12. And I just am not, I don't know. It's just, I'm just not for that. I think you hate children. I do. Are they children? <laughs> I don't know. Have they ever stated their age? They're, ages? they're 14 and 15. Are oh. they? They're the age of all the Evangelion characters. So teenagers are flying these damn things and they're saving the world. Okay. I guess weirder things have happened, so I guess I can't. Well, they're not exactly human I, either. I Right. I can't fault it for that, so I'm not going to knock it for for that and whatnot, but... Yeah, this is, I'm sorry, these characters are just, in my opinion, are just not all that interesting. And, you know, if if it's, I think that really, uh, that whole dynamic falls apart whenever you're trying to enjoy a show. And if it's just not at all interesting, everything else just kind of makes you just want to rip your hair out at the point. You're like, okay, pink haired girl, there's a cat here. And then the Sindura is late to lunch because she's, Sleeping in. Oh, big whoop. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. Like, I feel like, and this is just going to be an example because I recently saw it, but I still think it works really well. Um, Higurashi. Say what you may about the show. The characters themselves are at least very interesting enough, and they separate themselves to like, okay, you know, this character is this, this character is that, and... You're you're interested at least. I I don't know about you, but I'm I remember the first time seeing them. It's like okay, I I really like these particular characters, and I know their roles, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen to these. And I'm going to sad be sad when I see them go. <laughs> right now, I can't wait to see Mio. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you you've already seen Mio, so never mind. Um, what else to say about this show? Um, animation's really good still. Um, yeah, that scene where Miyako is cleaning up and training at the end, especially that was really good. <laughs> like, I think A1's doing this, and it's A1. Come on, yeah, they are. They they made they made SAO still look really good eight years later, and it came out in 2012. So A1's that great. scene where he goes freaking dual sword mode. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, oh, <laughs> it's a great scene. And I hate, I hate when I bring up SAO as an example of A1, like making amazing looking anime. Cause everybody's like, ah, SAO sucks. Well, the animation sure doesn't. You know what else they did? Cause I'm looking at their list right now. Uh, they did the promised Neverland and that's a really well animated show. Yeah, yeah. Backgrounds are not as good as they could be, but yeah. Well, no, I think that was Cloverworks that did that, but I think A1... The, Cloverworks is a subsidiary of A1. Well, then this thing lies. <laughs> <laughs> they also did Working. Ah, yes. www.working. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest shows ever made. With all the exclamation points. <laughs> Um. Yeah, the only thing really lacking in this show is just the characters and and the story development. Uh, this is a show that does not need to be t- 
talked about on KOA. This is a show you watch like when it's all released and it's done. So you so you can like you so you can have some sort of expectation of where the story is going before you even like get into it. Uh I'm killing this just for that simple fact. Yeah, I'm killing it cuz I'm I'm sorry, but I've lost all interest and to those who are fans of the writer of ReZero and just so happen to like this show, hey, more power to you. It's just not my cup of tea. I, I think C's point about this not being a show fit for KOA is accurate. Um, I think I will continue on with watching the show. I'm I'm still killing it. Uh, don't don't get that twisted. I'm still killing it. Same but I you. think I'm I'm going to continue watching it just by myself, just to see what happens, so I could give a valid opinion on the entire series because I feel like there's some things that if it's touched on it could be it could be intriguing but it's just it's 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 not a good show to cover weekly at least right now it's just it's not fun yeah yeah maybe if like this was a show that we added on you know like like five weeks into the season I think it like and you know we heard about it and maybe then but eh it's just not fit for KOA. I mean that's I think there are shows that we've covered, plenty of shows we've co- we've covered and killed that I've continued watching just for the simple fact that I just didn't want to watch it week to week. I just didn't want to watch it on KOA because it was slow and it it you know it was and it was slow and not in the sense of like you're anticipating the next episode. It was slow in the sense that it's just better to watch, you know, all at once. And this is one of those shows and, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes, but not for this show. I don't think it's a good fit. And yeah, we're not talking about the show anymore. That's fine. It's totally fine. Goodbye. (laughs) EA hates the lollies, but you know, it's, it's Shuko and all that. It's great. Oh, I still thought that was going to go, but then you two ended up liking it. <laughs> uh, question. Would you dropkick Miyako? Which one? Oh, the, the one that, that's all super hyper? Yeah, because I don't trust her. All right, all right, all right. She's, got- a, she's a wolves in sheep's clothing. She's like, I'm so happy and great. She's, she's too happy. No one's that happy. You think she put humans in the food? Yeah. Yeah, she she made some soylent green. You know, she's she's totally all about eating people. I mean, they killed that fish right in front of the camera. I know that's a red herring. But... Ha ha! <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, yeah. Uh, EA, where can they find you? You can find if anyone's interested in finding me. <laughs> you can find me at Everything Animated. Um. Right now, currently, all I'm doing is a weekly podcast with Satsuki for Love Live, the new Love Live, because I can't remember the damn name, <laughs> the new Love Live. Nijikasaki <laughs> High School Idol Club. Show off. And it, I, I got that going on. Uh, I also have a, another channel with uh, my girlfriend called All Elite Couple. We are at 64 subs. We hope to eventually get to 100. We do plan 
on doing a weekly episodic review of The Mandalorian whenever it comes out the end of this month. So if y'all are fans of The Mandalorian, check us out. We'll be talking about it. Hell yeah. I'll be checking it out every week on youtube.com forward slash all elite couple. Be there or be square. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Sasuke, where can they well, find you? As for me, um, find me on Sasuke the Savage, Sasuke the Reactor. Two more episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, Stardust Crusaders, Battle in Egypt. Uh, Man, you said that moving fast. on to part four. Yeah, he I, sounded like he, he sounded like one of those. Also, me Barry. I've had to practice saying that shit so much that I'm just, I'm just used to it. <laughs> I'm just used to it at this You're point. Just done. Yeah. Oh, I, oh my god, you have no idea. <laughs> but I, I, I can't lie. The last couple of episodes have been pretty cool. Yeah. Dio and you know his glory. I'm. It, it's it's what I wanted from part three. I feel like it's too late for me to raise my opinion too uh, much on it, but it's fun nonetheless. But uh, main channel, I I don't know what the hell I'm gonna upload next. <laughs> I'm planning stuff for months in advance, so I don't. I'm not even thinking short term. So check out the latest videos. Uh, my latest video on um, Rezero best trash talkers. Uh, in there somewhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. Check out youtube.com forward slash everything animated and youtube.com forward slash Satsuki the Savage for all the greatest content on the internet ever made. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Uh, hi. Bye. Bye. Danny. <laughs>